welcome to Eruption, where we talk about music, music news, music stuff, and anything else that comes up. Sup? How you doing, girl? Good. Long time no talk. Right? Well, I mean, we've been talking. Yeah, all, all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, just haven't recorded it. Right. You guys just haven't heard us talk. Right. Been missing out. Yeah, for real, though. So yeah, it, it has been a minute. We haven't recorded since last fall, maybe? Yeah. And it is now officially summertime. Summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> so yeah, this we've, is sort of like a recap, right? Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got updates. Things yeah. that we've talked things, previously. About. Things have happened, believe it or not, right. in the last like yeah. nine months. I just assumed it was kind of like um, like a tree. Like if something happens and we don't talk about it, does it really happen? No, nope. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> Hard no. All right, we've got some stuff on Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, Spotify and uh, remember when we talked about Paola? Ugh. It kind of rolls into that, too. So Spotify did release their um, like earnings statement for last year. Really? And they are operating at quite a loss. What? Um, How so, does that happen? Well, it's actually it's big numbers, too. 389 million well, that's um, it. Lost. Change. Um, and it's mostly being attributed to their free users and the ad revenue that they get from the free users not offsetting the amount that they're paying in royalties to the artists that those users are listening to. Right. So even though it's free, they still have to pay. Right. Just like when Apple Music and, and T-Swift, right, yeah. like got into that whole debacle. Nothing is free. Nothing you know? is free. So you said they get ad revenue, though. Like, I was curious, right. like, how do the, how do they get revenue for the free people and how, do, how does that work since they're not paying for anything right i mean it's very so is it similar. like pandora-esque yeah, or yeah exactly okay so you you know you you can only skip so many songs so you're you're forced to listen to a certain amount of content and then you can't skip an ad can you pick the songs like you would in paid spotify depends on the agreement that that artist or oh. label has with Spotify. We're back to the contracts. Right. Okay. So some of them will allow you to. Right. Most of them don't. Makes sense. Then you can't download music locally, so you're not going to be able to, to stream just from your device, mm -hmm. which would be a great way to get around those advertisements if you could just download it onto your phone and then and listen to that when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. But they've come up with a better idea on ways to add more revenue. How's um, that? So they um, are actually starting to do sponsored songs. So what a, a sponsored song would be now, granted, they're going to, to use their... She can see my face right now. Right. They're going to use the same algorithms they use to suggest music. Okay. Um, but what they're going to do is place music in your playlists. Ooh. And those sponsored songs, just like an advertisement, cannot be skipped. No. Yeah. So even so it's um, just gonna work its way in, even if it doesn't. I mean, I'm sure it'll be somewhat close to your genre. Yep. Yeah. The the other thing that they're doing, and this actually just rolled out a couple of months ago, uh -huh. is they're trying to integrate more with Facebook. So you've always been able to log into Spotify with your Facebook credentials, at least since it's been available in the U.S. Right. But now they've included a feature in the Messenger app where you can build collaborative playlists with people that you're messaging. Hmm. And they're working on like MySpace-esque embeddable players for Facebook. Gross. Well, I mean, maybe. I, I yeah, really, we'll see how they yeah. do it. Like, I mean, hopefully, it won't be as sloppy as MySpace. Right. Yeah. But but one of the things that I miss from social media that we got from MySpace 
was that like creative yeah aspect. you can personalize your page a right. lot more yeah exactly and most of them looked like trash because most people aren't that creative <laughs> but there were also you know artists who were really able to build their own space on this platform that already had built-in users so it was, it was a good way to get music and, and video and art and stuff like that out that's true you could play your own music yep yeah you could play your Which own music so cool. I, I booked entire tours off myspace just messaging different bands and agreeing to trade shows and stuff like that but yeah, at least as far as I've used Facebook, I'm not aware of, of the no. ability to really do that. Um, no. I mean, it's a good way for people to come together and, like, comment and post events. It's really it's really good for posting events. Right, yeah. You create an event through Facebook, but um, it's not a place where I would go to find music. Right. So, you know, we'll see how this turns things around a little bit. But wait, wait, I want to go back to the sponsored songs. Yes. Because that, we, I mean, we kind of went quickly over that. But this is, like modern day payola right so how, how is this going to work the is this a way for is this just another like revenue stream for spotify well, and another way for the labels to get the music out yeah i think it's it, well first i think it's a little bit different than payola in just that they're being completely transparent about that's it. that's true that's um, true they're not hiding it right they're not hiding it at that makes all. sense and kudos them for that yeah but so I wonder if it's just going to say like ad in the bottom corner. Like yeah, that's that's the thing. Is that I, I'm I'm not a Spotify user either. So I don't know how on the user side of things I would be able to tell the difference between a sponsored song. Like if I if I'm listening to someone else's playlist or a playlist that I subscribe to, how mm-hmm. do I know that this song is being sponsored as opposed to something that that person curated into the list? That's true. And and as as far as I can tell, they haven't released any information on. Uh, exactly what that'll look like there is a way so if you are a paid user of spotify you don't have to worry about it you're not set up for ads at all you're not going to get the sponsored songs there is a way to opt out of the sponsored songs as a free user but apparently it's very difficult to find that in the settings which makes sense yeah did you hear there's talks of like tesla starting a streaming service yeah so dude Elon Musk wants to start his own, but not necessarily just to sort of like get a piece of the pie, but just to integrate it in the cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tesla, yeah, you know, makes sense. like have their own. There's not a lot of details, but there's talk of there being like different tiers of mm. streaming, mm. which we've seen. Right. But I think it's just something that they want to design in the car. So it's like part of the dashboard and part of the car and less like fumbling with your phone and yeah. other devices to sort of take away from the safety. Right. I, I mean, and... With, with like the announcement that iOS 11 is going to have that like car screen where it just blacks out your screen. Yeah. I think that the for me at least on the user side of things, the next thing that I want to see in any streaming service is uh, a more user friendly and a yes less utilitarian interface. Yeah. Like you and I share music with each other all the time, mm-hmm. and you know we're on Apple devices using Apple Music, and it's not nearly as easy to do as I would like it to be. That's true. It's come a long way, however, yeah. like being able to play messages and stuff like that. Like, right. do I even, I don't even have to go into the app True. to use it or to listen to it unless that's something that I want to add. But I agree. And we'll see what it's like when um, 11 comes out this fall because 
I use my phone to change the music. Yes, I could on the steering wheel or I could, right. you know, other places in the car. I just choose not to. Yeah. And that's, that's been the big struggle for me because having a car where I can actually control what my phone does is very, very new for me still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like before, uh, I would say five months ago, four or five months ago, right. you and I were both rocking like cassette slash yep. CD players right. in the car. That's right. I had to get that adapter going. <laughs> yeah, that FM transmitter. <laughs> so every song was like... <laughs> Yeah, you got to find the right station. Yep. 89.7 what? <laughs> Program number one. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, that's that's been something that I've been trying to do, but I still, it's habit to reach for my phone. Yeah. And now, I, I don't know how to change the setting. Now, every single time I get a text message, it interrupts my music to tell me. <laughs> so, it says, yeah. new message. The music stops and goes, Brink. even if it's consistent. So if someone's just, you know, texting how I text, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. every thought yeah, as it occurs into my brain. Yeah. yeah. I don't do paragraphs, TLDR, <laughs> right? It's like, blink, blink, blink. So hopefully uh, I don't do that to you while you're driving, but I will guarantee that I do. Yeah. Oh, no, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I've become very good at ignoring until I get to a stoplight or my destination. <laughs> Lovely. You're like, oh, seven messages just came yeah. in. That's just Talia. Yeah, I know it's no Talia. Worries. It's no big deal. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have that many friends where when I look down and see there's like a five or a ten there, I'm like, ooh, like I'm popping off. No, it's just you. <laughs> yep. That's valid. <laughs> So we have some more updates. So many updates. So if we go way back, way back to the beginning mm-hmm. of time, which yeah. is obviously just when we started the right. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Beginning of our time together. Yeah. Well, I mean, not the beginning of our time together, but no. the beginning of our recorded time together. Yes. The record, our recorded history. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> back to the beginning of our recorded history. One of the first stories that we talked about was Dr. Luke and Kesha. Ugh. This whole saga. So to recap... Boy, I can't even remember all the deets. I mean, it was rough. All right, so, super condensed version. Dr. Luke had Kesha under a pretty hardcore contract that really didn't let her Was it work. like six albums or yeah. more? Six or seven albums right. and it didn't really she could let get her out of work it. with anyone else. Right, because he also has the exclusive right to produce all of her music. Yep. And in the midst of this, Kella, Ke- excuse me, Kesha alleges that Dr. Luke sexually assaulted her. Right. Because of the assault, obviously she was afraid of him, didn't want to work with him, and put herself back in the environment. So she sued him to try and get out of that contract. Right. He countersued her on the opposite side of the country mm-hmm. to try and make things a little bit more difficult legally for her. Mm-hmm. The last update that we had uh, was that Kesha had actually lost her suit. Yeah. And the reason that she lost was because the judge found that While contractually she was obligated to work with Dr. Luke, he was not stopping her from working with other producers. He just got final say on the product. So because she could physically work with other people, the contract wasn't forcing her into like a hostile work environment or anything like that. Right, but her point was he still has final say. He's also still making money. So much money. Yeah, off of all of her work. Yep. And she just wanted to cut ties completely. Totally understandable. Yeah, I get it. You know, and everyone was going off with this like... Hashtag free Kesha right. movement. I get yes. that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. So fast forward to this year. And, well, let me go back. <laughs> Just fast forward to before this year. <laughs> fast forward to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dr. Luke 
has a lawsuit or two against Kesha's mom for defamation. So right. she's been going to the press stating everything that happened and they just recently dropped that. Yep. Mostly because her mom wasn't there. Right. This is just like, hey mom, this happened and her mom's like, blah, to the right. press. I get, I go super mom yeah, there yeah. too, mom you know? There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what bear sound like, but I imagine yeah, that's, close enough, yeah. yeah, like there's a growl of right, some yeah. sort. Right. That just recently happened, but just back in April, wasn't it back in April? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, April, May. May. Sony, Sony who was ties. Yeah. So um, Dr. Luke's, I think it was Kimosabi, right? Or Kimosabi something. Yep. Was an imprint under Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sony was kind of bankrolling all of this. They were also providing him with legal assistance during the trials. They cut it off. Right. He also didn't really produce anything good. Right. During that time. Yeah. I didn't really have any hits compared to what Sony had. Right. Well, and with, you know, and and if you go back and listen to the episodes where we really dug into it, there were a lot of statements that other female artists made that weren't necessarily accusing him of outright sexual assault, but like verbal abuse and Mm -hmm. putting himself in a very dominating position while they were in the studio working with him. Right. And I think that as someone who's been in weird situations before it's it's a very small jump to go from that dominating personality that person who's trying to control everything to all out assault right yeah very thin line yep yeah i think after that came out he just kind of laid low until right yeah i mean i would think it was a good idea for him public relations wise to lay low but i doubt that anybody wanted to work with him that wasn't contractually no. obligated to do it right I think some people just didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah. You know, and they didn't want to make a big splash about it. Right. Yeah. And even when I think it was Megan Trainer had a song come out that he had worked on writing. She said she, she didn't even know. Yeah. She came out and said that she didn't know because he, instead of being Dr. Luke, used his real name in the credits for it. She didn't know what the fuck his real name was. It's a terrible name. Yeah. I, I don't remember it. It's um, like Lucas with a K and then like course. there's like an extra S and Z at the end of his name. It's there real weird. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Extra letters right. constants yeah then just like <laughs> that's how i feel about them for sure but recently didn't didn't you say that they just came out with like a joint statement they came out like, with a joint statement which was basically like listen we're dropping all of the lawsuits of defamation and the countersuit and everything in between and they're just strictly going to focus on the lawsuit in new york over catches uh, contract over the contracts yes. yeah which is is currently in appeals right so the you know the the first judge came and said nah. which was in california i believe right yeah um so the first judge came through and said nah like contracts still stand you still work with people right yeah so, and then they're currently appealing that ruling yeah in new york <laughs> but as as all of this continues to play out mm-hmm. there's been a, a new situation that I think is like a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's the gold standard on how to deal with sexual assault in the music industry. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. As as far as you set the bar pretty high. Yeah. All right. I don't think. At least as. I don't think that I've seen anyone or any fan base or any record label or management company or anyone deal with accusations like has been done with this artist. Um, Who's artist? There's a band called Power Bottom. Oh yeah. Which is actually they're no vowels. P-W-R-B-T-T-M. Nice. Who are from New York. Who And, and I'll say, like, I fucking loved Power Bottom. They were one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, two 
non-binary individuals who switch between playing guitar and drums and singing. Nice. Um, write these very uh, socially conscious, like, queer-forward songs. Mm-hmm. And really strove, at, at least in their public image, to create safe spaces in nice. areas that they would perform. Yeah. Um, so even though you wouldn't necessarily be... Um, comfortable uh, as a queer or non-binary or trans person going to these spaces you would know that because you had these allies there on stage putting on the show it was safe for you to be there at least in that moment right yeah so they were actually slated to come out with their second album on i think may 12th okay or may 13th and a day or two before on may 11th in and and apparently these have been circulating in closed groups for a while but it finally got picked up by people outside of these private groups on like facebook and reddit Mm -hmm. accusations that ben who is half of the group i don't know right they switched yeah they switched instruments so yeah had been a, a known sexual predator a perpetrator of multiple assaults that he um and this is directly from the accusation, this person posted and said, I have personally seen Ben initiate inappropriate sexual contact with people despite several no's and without warning or consent. And in the last few months, I've heard stories of Ben talking crap about other queer artists for their own gain, bullying queer artists, making unwanted advances on minors despite knowing their age and being emotionally abusive in relationships. Amazing. In addition to that, uh, a picture surfaced of him posing on a beach, smiling, looking just absolutely pleased with himself next to a swastika that someone, presumably him or them, has drawn in the sand. That's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, all of it is. Right. After this went down, Jezebel actually found one of the people who were accusing him. So the, the, the accusations that were posted in this closed group were all second and third hand. Okay. Um, so Stories I, had, I heard about this. Right. Blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, like just rumblings in the scene. Right. Jezebel found an accuser. And okay. um, you can find the interview pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. There, there's no other way to describe it. She accuses them of having sex with her multiple times without her consent, mm-hmm. despite her being intoxicated and not mm-hmm. entirely conscious. After that came out... Pretty much immediately. So this is the day before their biggest album release. This is supposed to be their breakthrough album. Right. The record label dropped them, pulled all of the previous music that they had on streaming services. Their old label that was like their indie label for their first couple of EPs followed suit, did the same thing. Jesus. Their management dropped them. And all of the band set and artists set to open for them on their upcoming tour, which would be happening now. They pulled out, right? Pulled out. Pull out came strong. Right. When that happened, T-Rexacy, one of the bands that was supposed to open for them, Uh actually came out with a statement and was like, hey, now we feel comfortable talking about this. Someone approached us about this when we announced that we were going to be on this tour Mm -hmm. and let us know what kind of person he was. But we were locked into an agreement. Yeah. We couldn't back out. So they had, you know, talked amongst themselves and come up with ways to deal with the possibility of this person acting that way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Should not have to do that. No. To, to make matters worse, they came out with a statement. The original statement was from Liv Bruce, who's the other member okay. who's not currently being accused. Mm-hmm. They said that they were completely unaware of these accusations 
and that it was not in line with the person that they believed Ben to be. Immediately after that came out, it with, with receipts, by the way, it came out that Liv had actually been contacted by this person via email months prior. So you totally knew about it. Yeah, I totally all along. No, knew about it all along. Yeah. So they, that completely discredits him, so he's right. not... Yeah, then they, then they continued the statement by saying... Hey, they didn't deny any of the accusations, oh. by the way, yeah. in, the, in the initial statement. There, right. was a, there was a statement later. Yeah. But said that, um, you know, anyone else who has accusations against Ben should contact us at this email. Huh. We'll have a moderator keep track of these because we know you don't want to admit to your assaulter that you've been assaulted. But we'll just pile up these accusations. Because there's that many. Uh, apparently. Jesus. Um, they ended up getting their shit together a little bit more mm-hmm. on the public relations front and nice. coming out with another statement where Liv owned up to knowing oh. beforehand, okay. um, but said that the reason that they didn't approach Ben about it was because they wanted to respect the right of privacy to the accuser, which to a certain extent I agree with, but you can also approach someone with an anonymous accusation. Right. You can say, I knew this was going on without... Right. Giving up their identity. Yeah. They also apologized in the latter statement. But the damage has been done. Right. And the what we were talking about when this all went down is like, you know, like last, was it last summer, two summers ago, we had front porch step, get Mm -hmm. accused of trying to do things with minors on the internet. Mm -hmm. Still got to go on Warp Tour. Right. You know, we got this whole Dr. Luke Kesha thing. There's this history of sexual abuse and exploitation in the music industry. Right. And never has there been a reaction as swift as this or as justified as this. You know, this Dr. Luke and Kesha thing we've been talking about for over a year. Right. And it's been going on much longer. Yeah. I think it started in 2014 when all of this came out. Yep. And every time something like this happens, they're like, I don't know, I feel like they kind of push blame. Oh yeah, you know, to the female. Well, yeah, and there are there are definitely people. You know, if you if you get on the internet's, yeah, you can find people who are defending Liv and and Ben. I'm sure. And who want to discredit the people making these accusations, and and it is I think very important to understand that they are accusations, but the reaction right. seems to make it, it. You know, it seems pretty obvious. That yeah, these, these are probably things that happen. Right. That definitely like solidifies the validity of the accusations. Right. Because if they felt like, I mean, if you have, if you have an abundance, right, if you have this many people coming forward, I'm sure their moderator or this email or however they filtered through all of these people coming through, people aren't just going to do that on a whim. Right. They're not a huge band. Right. Exactly. You know, and they're not getting anything out of it anyways. No, no, you're not, you're not going to sue these guys and get millions or anything like that. And I think that, I think the reason that the reaction has been as big or as much as it has been is because of their fan base and because of the artists that they were. By writing these socially conscious songs and going out of their way to make sure these places are safe spaces and, and advertising them as such, their fan base are people who are more socially aware than your That's average true. Joe. Yeah. The other they thing wouldn't is sweep that, shit like this under the rug. Right. Yeah. The other That's thing valid. is that as queer artists, mm-hmm. the majority of their fan base is going to be queer. 
right. um, gender non-conforming or trans identified or whatever. Mm -hmm. And statistically, there's a much higher instance of assault and abuse to people who are in those marginalized communities. So they're more aware of it. They're more aware of the consequences to the, the victim. And what to do in that situation. Yeah, unfortunately. And not just to write. Yeah. Kind of keep quiet about it. Right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy that all the labels and venues, bands, everyone sort of backed that same cause, which yeah. was like, no, we're not going to stand for this. Right. This isn't cool. It, it just never happens like this. I feel like things, you know, go on and on for years and then nothing happens. Yeah. You and know? and it, it feels like that as far as, you know, justice for anyone, let alone someone who's yeah. accusing somebody in, in a position of power. Right. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, Brock Turner and that bullshit. Mm. It's, it's a societal issue that's amplified when the person that's being accused of the abuse is in this position of power this spot where we respect them not because of what they do, but because of who they are. Mm -hmm. And class and race and all yeah, that. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> we could throw that in. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to keep watching the Dr. Luke thing. I, I hope that, that Power Bottoms is kind of going away. Yeah. But I'll occasionally Google their name just to see if anything, anything changes. Yeah. Any new developments? Yes. And Spotify users, if if you figured out what a sponsored song is, they're they're rolling this out in tiers, kind of like Facebook did the colored backgrounds. Yeah. Certain users are going to get it. So if they've started to show up in your playlists and you can tell what they are, email us or hit us up on Facebook. Something. Yeah. The, the Twitters. The Twitters. And and let us know, because I would be interested to see what that's like and what that's like on the user side of things. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I would assume if it's not, you know, payola-fied, right. then they have to let you know, yeah. right? Like pop up sort of like in a Facebook um, ad. They just have to tell you advertisement. Yeah, yeah, ad sponsor or yeah. whatever. And also not how you know if it's sponsored, but um, is it similar content? Is it something that you added to your library after yeah, that? Like is this something? Work? Yeah. Did they get you? Right. They got you. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to do more research as they roll it out to all their users to figure out um, like how the revenue breaks down on that. I don't know that they're going to release any numbers on it. Probably not for a while. Like This, I'm sure, has to be out for a substantial amount of time. I know they're yeah. still trying to recoup on all the, you know, that's, what was it, 600 and some million? Yeah, but it's down from a billion from last year, so oh, they're headed in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. If you want more, who wouldn't, right? Check us out on all of the social medias. That's right. You can find us on Twitter, at Eruption, on Facebook at facebook.com slash